0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: This vacation stinks. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town.
0: many families so many couples just getting home tonight after days trapped at sea on that carnival cruise ship triumph the real triumph though those passengers simply getting through it all the so called cruise from hell finally docking in alabama five days after a terrifying engine fire knocked out power and turned that ship into what some called a floating petri dish
2: i want to tell you about the carnival triumph disaster also known as the poop cruise have you heard of this
1: I had, it's pretty infamous. Yeah. I've been on one cruise in my life for my sister's wedding.
2: Yeah. She um, got married on a ship. She,
1: well, she got married in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. but you know, that was, that was part of it and she mm-hmm. loves it. She goes on cruises. My all parents the time.
2: are huge cruise people. Huge. I've been on maybe 20 cruises. Oh, that many. Yeah. My brother got lost on a cruise ship one time. My, par- I've never seen my parents more terrified. He got, he went into a room and it was one of those giant cruise ships he went into an unlocked room on the other side of the ship and he had his like little game boy with him and was just like playing games for like 15 hours and like kind of sleeping and playing games. My, you know, like everyone was like in a frenzy. He didn't show up to dinner like, the whole night. And like I hadn't, I was a teenager, but my parents, like they finally found him. Like one of the service people saw an, a door, ajar and a 10 year old boy playing his game boy, which had not run out of batteries, surprisingly enough. And they were like, we found him. My parents freaked out. Like, I've never seen my parents so upset in I my
1: mean, life. Maybe I should just remind them just to be better parents mm-hmm. and, like, be mindful of where your children are. I mean, are. I wasn't
2: there. I was trying to sneak booze from the
1: It probably wasn't very ships. hard. Looking.
2: Yeah, no. It was, it was not. Well, I looked very young, and people were like, mm, we're pretty sure you're not of age. And I was like, me?
1: What I remember about the cruise I went on is somebody... You know, you go and you kind of settle your bill because mm-hmm.
2: you know it's it's
1: all inclusive except sometimes like the alcohol. Yeah, is they'll upcharge you for some shit. And people don't realize how much that adds up over yeah. time. And this woman had like a four-page bill of like thousands of dollars and was freaking really out, lost her mind. Yeah, oh my god! And I got to oh. imagine that happened. I'm very interested in like the culture and the business. Yeah, because a lot of comedians will do like improvisers will do cruises. Yeah, around that's like, right. Like Second it's city Second or something.
2: City I tried to do that. I didn't get chosen still better? no (laughs) actually it sounds gross i think i would go crazy i think a lot of the people i know who did second city cruises are like they're on for four or eight months and they can't and then some people are just lifers and they just live in a cruise ship for the rest of their lives i don't know anyway you wouldn't want to live in this cruise ship because it was a freaking nightmare the carnival triumph now called the carnival sunrise is a carnival cruise line ship 893 feet four inches long 116 feet, six inches wide, holds 101,509 tons. It's a big boy. It's a big ship and holds many, many passengers. So I'm going to take you back to 2013. On Sunday, February 10th at 530 a.m., the ship had a fire in the engine room. This was the fourth engine room fire on a Carnival-owned ship resulting in the loss of power Including the Tropical in 1999, the Carnival Splendor in 2010, and the Costa Allegra. So it's not a good scene. This is a, they have a long track record of fires in these engine rooms. Didn't stop them from just sending another ship out with thousands and thousands of people.
1: Carnival still rel- is probably the most popular yeah. one.
2: And this ship is renamed. It's now the Sunrise. So they're just like, eh, huh? <laughs> like send it back out there? Which I, I kind of get because it cost them like millions and millions of dollars. To make the, you know, it's like what, like $400 million to make a cruise ship. So I get being like, well, it still works, but also when these ships have reputations, like what I'm about to tell you, like nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to hear about it. Maybe people just kind of turn a blind eye, but it really sours just the experience of it. And I used to, again, I love cruise ships. I think it's really fun. I think it's a really weird experience. Like you play bingo. My brother, other brother, not the lost one, uh, played on a cruise ship with a bunch of old people. He won Golden Girls trivia. He's gay. We didn't know.
1: Not because of the trivia. He <laughs> no, was no, no. before no. he did he the was, trivia. He was
2: before, but but we should. But oh my god, he schooled. He schooled these ninety-year-olds in in Golden Girls trivia. It was great. He got a, a button and he got a keychain, and a deck of cards. So, anyway, again, that was a good experience. This was a bad one. The fire was automatically extinguished, and there were no injuries to the passenger and crew. It resulted in a loss of power and propulsion. 4000 passengers woke up to a fire alarm and the backing up of raw sewage in the passenger and deck area which i was like i intellectually understand what's happening here but watching the footage which we're going to we're going to give you a little sample of the footage later you realize like how fucking disgusting this is you're in a petri dish of other people's bacteria just and you we kind of always it.
1: are even in the best case scenario that's just the nature sure. of a, a classroom a, a public place a mall a gym you know yeah, what I mean
2: absolutely but like when you have like feces afloat and I'm not even talking about just like just around. it's like it's bubbling out of your sink you know it's in your walkway and you don't have air conditioning you don't have anything it's just like everything hot, is, it's so gross box. I'm getting grossed out right now
1: did anyone ever say the the feces on the CCs?
2: <laughs> on the CCs? Yeah. Like twenty CCs of feces? Like on the or cc's. or the high C's. Yeah. I'm being cute the with cc's? the word C's. Oh, I see.
1: But not cute <laughs> about the feces part. Uh-uh.
2: <laughs> so just on our deck alone, there were the biohazard bags lined up across the floor. Passenger Bettina Rodriguez says, We're talking about raw sewage at just the end of our deck alone. It was repulsive. Bags of feces. Bags of biohazard bags. And bags upon bags. Human, anonymous human feces, 4,000 people.
1: I would acclaim mine. <laughs> I would not be anonymous. Which
2: one is mine? Okay, yeah. Exactly. Where's my name? Yeah. <laughs> Lunch bag. <pack. laughs> so gross. Carnival Triumph was originally expected to be towed to the Mexican port of Progreso. However, after being carried north by currents while awaiting arrival of large seagoing tugboats, they changed it up and tried to dock in the middle of Mobile, Alabama instead. Mobile? 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 Yeah, that sounds right. I'm southern.
1: Yeah, Born I You're a southern belle. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> Prim and proper. Passengers had no food, water, or air conditioning. Feces would be all over. They would bubble up from the shower drains, on the floor, everywhere. Apparently, too, and this is very fucked up, the crew was instructed to act like the black fecal matter, a wash in everyone's lives it was just no big deal. So they were, like, acting cool. So it must have made the people who were already on the ship feel even crazier where they go to somebody and they're like, can you help me? Like, I, this stinks and the smell, like... All of it, and the, you know, employee was like, oh, yeah, sure, what would you like? And they're like, fresh water, and then he's like, oh, I'll see what I can do. Are you okay? And they're like, nobody's okay. This is anarchy. By February 11th, 2013, emergency electrical generators allowed some restoration of some shipboard functions. During the night of February 10th, supplies were transferred from the Carnival Elation. Carnival Legend was en route from Tampa and arrived on the scene about 3 p.m. On the afternoon of February 11th, to complete a transfer of food and water to take on a patient in need of dialysis for transport to Cozumel. So other ships were coming from different places um, in the ocean to give them things they needed. And can you imagine, too, psychologically, seeing another cruise ship come to your cruise ship, which is a wash in other people's waste, drop off some cans of spam and then leave. Taking only one person on dialysis. And then
1: doing like a, like they're doing like the electric slide and stuff like that.
2: It's <laughs> like a disco night. And you're like, God. They're like midnight buffet, chocolate fountain.
1: I'm surprised it wasn't something like, I, I know, I don't know what happens on international waters, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised there wasn't like, you know, more mm-hmm. intervention aside from car, other cruise ships.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It I sounds mean, like an emergency. I so. know. And I, I again, is this like some maritime law thing? Is that even a real thing? I know people say it because of Arrested Development. It's not like very funny anymore. But I do wonder. But I think, I think that Carnival Cruises, because watching a lot of the uh, reporting on this, they were trying to handle it. Like they were... They were making it out to be something smaller than it really was. I guess if you
1: include, like, you know, the Coast Guard or yeah, the military. Well, that's we'll talk about the Coast Guard
2: who delivered three thousand pounds of equipment, which included a generator and electrical cables, to the Carnival Triumph in the Gulf of Mexico on February thirteenth, twenty thirteen. So sailings were canceled. The Carnival Cruise Line announced the first phase of a fleet-wide review to include installation of backup generator systems and line of ships, of course. Great. But still, I just want to emphasize this cruise it was a four-day cruise. These people were on the ship for eight days, double the cruise with, no, with nothing, with, like, really nothing, like, people were hoarding, uh... Different. But
1: they didn't get charged extra for those extra four days.
2: Well, we'll check the bill. <laughs> you gotta check the bill. So make sure no one upcharges you. Be smart about your cruising people. The goal for the Triumph was to reach the port in mobile by early afternoon on February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Fuck you. But strong winds delayed the expected arrival. Eventually, four tugboats were towing the ship with a fifth on standby. After a towline broke, arrival was delayed. Still even further. Can you imagine? These people are just like, I am in hell. All I wanted to do was like take a nice cruise with my daughter. And here we are living in a rung of hell. The ship finally docked by 9.20 p.m. on February 14th and passengers clad only in dirty bathrobes. There footage, there's footage of this. As they came off the ship, they kissed the ground and were, like, screaming and crying and also smelled awful. It was awful. A four-day cruise became an eight-day cruise, unsanitized, disgusting. Carnival put the passengers on buses headed to either New Orleans or to Galveston, Texas. The company had promised to cover all travel expenses home and to give each each passenger $500 in compensation as well as a credit for another cruise. What do you think? Oh, the value. And actually, this is, like, debated whether they gave certain people more or less or whatever. But the arrogance of Carnival Cruise being like, you can come on a new cruise if you want after this, like, hell. I, can't, I It's so... Fucked up to me. You know, and only people 500 dollars too.
1: People took those took them up on that, I'm sure.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, cruise people again. As someone who is a cruise person, I feel like I'm comfortable saying this. We're there's there's some filthy cruise people out there, you know? There's some weird ass people who are going over onto these ships and playing weird trivia games and eating the midnight buffets and, you know, doing karaoke nights and living their weirdest selves. An incident investigation was then started by the Bahamas Maritime Authority, the U.S. Coast Guard, and the National Transportation Safety Board. The Bahamas Maritime Authority was the lead investigative agency because Carnival Triumph is a Bahaman-flagged ship. Initial reports from investigators on February 18th indicated that the fire was caused by a leak in the flexible fuel oil return line from the number 6 diesel engine, allowing the fuel to spill onto a hot surface and just ignite... Just, uh, just light it on fire. So I want to thank ABC, CNN, The New York Post, The Washington Post for this very gra- for their gra- very graphic reporting. And I think we should play a little clip for you so you can get a little taste mm-hmm. of it.
1: You know what's um, completely poop-free I just checked? What? It's not always poop-free, but I just checked it's totally uh-huh. poop-free. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. <gasps> it's...
2: Sanitized?
1: Totally sanitized. The yeah. buffet is open with bonus episodes. Oh, Ad-free episodes. I like they can
2: gamble a little pins.
1: bit? You are gambling. It's, uh, this movie, is there a magician,
2: though? Uh, yeah, the magic of story. <laughs> well, barely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, check out this clip. You can see for yourself. 36 hours into the crisis, no hot food, no hot water, no AC, and the ship was listing. When we were
0: leaning one way, it was kind of a little nerve-wracking. Worst of all, backed up toilets.
1: There was sewage everywhere
2: got one flush, one time. Five
1: days, one flush. Five
2: days, one flush.
1: For toilets, <laughs> the ship handed out these red bags.
2: People were using the restroom in little red plastic bags and throwing them out into you the hallway. One.
0: or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.